You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. So there were two cases of meningitis confirmed in Canterbury this week, which means that the total in Canterbury this year is four confirmed cases. That's causing concern in the medical community. And Dr. Brian Beatty is with us this morning with a few um, things you need to know about meningitis. Kia ora, Brian. Uh, kia ora, Jack. Come on, let's start with the with the real basic stuff. Uh, what is meningitis? Yeah, look, it, it, it's a really serious infection of either the blood or the brain. And if it affects the brain, we call it meningitis. And the thing about it is, although it's very, very rare, it can lead to very severe disease and, in the worst cases, death. And it's, it's absolutely tragic when it occurs. Mm. Now, it's caused by a, a bacteria called meningococcal really interesting about meningococcal about 15% of us or one in six carry this in our nose or throat so we just walk around with this bug in our in our system and it doesn't cause any harm at all however for reasons that we really really don't understand it can occasionally transmit to another person and again for reasons we don't understand they suddenly get very affected by it and this thing called meningitis can actually develop so um Unpredictable and rare are probably the two things about it. Who gets it? Well, look, what we do know is there's two peaks. So um, the kiddies under five years of age, they are susceptible to it. And the other group, which probably isn't known, but but we've seen this in Canterbury, is young adults, 13 years to 25 years of age. So those are the two groups where meningitis tends to occur. It can occur in other ages, but we tend to see these clusters around here. And in particular, there seems to be a risk with young adults, and this is really important, who move into shared accommodation. So kids transitioning into university and halls of residence or into boarding school where there's shared facilities and things, it seems that they're at increased risk. Yeah. Now, we don't understand why this this happens, but but we think it may be close contact of some kind, sharing utensils, sneezing, um, maybe kissing, that spreads it. So, yeah, poorly understood, but these, these, these shared accommodation situations are, are risk situations. See, I, I remember, you know, a couple of decades ago when I was a teenager, there was massive concern because there, there was a huge meningitis outbreak at the time. Mm. And, and mm. my parents, any time we were sick, they would look for rashes on us because, you know, that was, a, that was one of the yeah. symptoms. How, how else do you, do you recognise it? Yeah, so, so rashes are one of the ones. Rashes is actually a late sign of meningitis, which is quite interesting. So often yeah. it starts very vague, just like a bit of a flu or a cold, so temperature, vomiting, maybe muscle ache or pain. So much like we see with colds and flus. However, the, the feature of meningitis is it can very rapidly deteriorate. So it suddenly changes. And what suddenly starts to happen is it can be a very severe headache, a stiff neck, becoming drowsy very rapidly, mm. or this rash, and it's a very particular rash that develops. And those are really, really serious signs, and if they develop, you need to call an ambulance straight away Okay, what, because what, we can yeah. get in with antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. And, well, this is it because, because it can get really serious really quickly. So what do you do for someone who has meningitis? Yeah, so look, antibiotics treat meningitis. However, we need to get in as soon as possible with antibiotics, and they will work. However, because of this rapid deterioration or the fact it can sort of sort of fall off really, really quickly, sometimes that, that, that's not possible, and we see sort of really poor outcomes with it. So the only real protection is actually immunisation. Yeah. And so what the government done has put meningitis um, vaccination into the childhood immunisation for our kiddies to try and protect those under fives. But what people may not be aware of, 
For those those children who are moving from school into halls of residence, there are now two meningitis vaccines that cover the whole spectrum of meningitis that are free of charge from your GP mm. or nurse. So if you have a child who's going to university, to halls of residence, or going into boarding school, please, please go and discuss it with your general practitioner or your nurse about getting access to the free meningitis vaccine. Okay. Really important. Yeah, that's fantastic advice. Thank you so much. That's Dr. Brian Betty. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.